You want to hear something really funny? I just recorded the entire intro to this episode with my microphone on mute. (laughs) You guys, I am here for this and I hope you are too. Welcome to episode 22. I'm bringing you all the goodness from inside my quarantined corner over here in warm, sunshiny Arizona, and I'm about to bring to you this entire realm of me that I have not yet put out into the podcast. Guys, when I was in high school, little tidbit for you to get to know me, here comes the intro that I already recorded once but was on mute. You ready for it? Okay, here we go. When I was in high school, I was voted best dressed of my senior class. And we had a photo shoot so that all these people that got voted for these specific things in their senior class for that year would show up in the spread of the yearbook. So I showed up to the photo shoot in clothes that I got at Goodwill. I'm not joking. Like the pinnacle of my best dressed career and I show up in clothes that I got at Goodwill. I have vivid memories, vivid memories when I was a little girl of my mom taking me to these consignment stores and legit we would show up on the days when it was like super uber uber sale of the clothes that were already discounted from where normal people buy them. And we would stand in line and my mother would hold my hand with my arm in the air. You know, the kind of thing that you do to your children and you drag them along because you're running and their little shoulder and elbow and wrist is like hanging on for dear life as you run them through the store so that we could get straight to the racks for the clothes that we needed the most. And I wasn't allowed to play in the clothes and I had to stand right by my mom because she didn't want me to get lost because there were so many people or get stolen or whatever. And here we would stand, flip, 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 flip through every piece of clothing on every single rack. And I'll tell you, I absolutely loathed that process. I hated it. I hated it so much. She'd say, turn around and she'd take this shirt and she'd put it up against my back and she would see if it would fit or I'd have to try something on over my clothes. And there stands my mom in the middle of the store putting clothes on over her clothes to see if it fits. Is it a good buy? Because Lord knows we don't want to stand in the line where there's like 500 people actually trying on the clothes that they're going to get marked down for like 75% off, 90% off. That was my life. And guess what? It is one of the best things that my mother ever gave to me. I, you guys know, if you hang out with me over on Instagram, I'm constantly sharing with you my outfits and nine out of 10 times my entire outfit or most of my outfit comes from Goodwill. I've been doing this my whole life and I love it. I cannot, I cannot get myself to go and buy brand new clothes from the store, it kind of makes me sick inside because I'm like, I know I could get this at Goodwill. I absolutely know that I could get this exact same dress secondhand and I wouldn't be adding to the fast fashion problem. I know that I would be saving myself so much money and I know 
that I'm going to feel amazing in it. After today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about why I shop at thrift stores, why you need to shop at thrift stores, all of the tips and tricks, the hacks that you need to know to make it successful for you, just like it is for me. Then I'm going to go through the 10 things that you do literally in chronological order from the time you step foot in the door until you leave to make sure that you have the best experience and the most successful experience when you go shopping for secondhand clothes. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Here's the deal. When we become moms, there is something that happens to our confidence. Some of us are much better at this than others. And regardless of where you're at on the confidence scale, getting yourself up every single day and getting dressed in clothing that makes you feel good is 100% going to help your confidence. There are so many stay-at-home moms and work-from-home moms that do not get up and get themselves dressed. You guys know that I am a 100% supporter of get your bum out of bed, make your bed, and get dressed. That too came from my mother. I'll be sure to thank her for that when I am done recording this episode. But the point is, she had some legitimate truth behind why you needed to get up and get dressed every day. It makes you feel better about yourself. And so many of us get into this position after we've had kids and our bodies completely change. And now, are you kidding? We're not going to go out and spend our money on us whenever every three months we have to buy new clothes for our kids because they grow like dang weeds. That's the thing. If you only have a little bit of money to spend, you can still have an entire wardrobe. You need a little bit of time and you need a little bit of money, not a lot of money. And it gives you a confidence boost that actually lasts. This is where you need to start if that's what you're looking for. Shopping at thrift stores is not where poor people shop. It's where brilliantly savvy women shop. And I want to teach you how to be one of those brilliant, savvy women. Really, I'd say the biggest reason why you need to shop at a thrift store is because it's going to give you confidence that actually lasts. You're going to find designer clothes for a fraction of the cost. You're going to get a full-blown wardrobe for under $200. Look, I promise you that the pot of gold is there and you will have the most incredible satisfaction once you learn how to get what you want from a secondhand store. There absolutely is a system. I'm going to teach you my system. I'm going to give you my hacks and I'm going to make sure that you can be successful when you go shopping at a thrift store. Here's the other biggest reason why you absolutely should be shopping at secondhand stores. There's this whole movement of reducing the culture of fast fashion. 
And if you haven't heard anything about fast fashion, just type it into Google and start reading. The gist of it is that we are going through clothing like never before, and it is having a huge impact on our planet. Listen to this. I found this research on the internet, and I'm going to link it in the show notes. So if you want to read more and you want a rabbit hole on this incredibly fascinating topic that I am so passionate about, it'll be there for you. But it says that over the past few years, research has quantified exactly how bad the problem is. The fashion sector accounts for more than 8% of all global climate impacts, which is more than all international airline flights and shipping trips combined, and consumes 104 million tons of non-renewable resources every year. Between the year 2000 and 2015, the fashion industry doubled its production from 50 billion items manufactured annually to 100 billion items in just 15 years. Consider that there are only 7 billion humans on the planet, and yet we cycle through clothes so quickly that a truckload of textiles is either dumped in a landfill or incinerated every single second. You guys, that is why you need to shop at Goodwill. If that doesn't make you think twice about how much you are contributing to this issue, then I don't know what else to tell you. (laughs) What I am going to tell you, though, is how and what you can do to become the most savvy secondhand shopper. Now, here in Arizona, we have Goodwills. We have some... Uh, what are they called? Army. I don't even know what they're called, you guys, because I'm obsessed with Goodwill. We have consignment stores. I <laughs> just keep thinking Swiss Army. It's not Swiss Army. Somebody send me a message and tell me what the name of that other donation store is. But here in Arizona and in the Valley where I live, our Goodwill stores have incredible sales. They're incredibly well managed. They give Um, people with felons, people with disabilities, people that are struggling to get back to work, they offer jobs to them. And so I absolutely, absolutely love going into their stores and supporting the work that they do. And I, there, there's literally one, like every four or five miles around me, there's so many of them. And that is where I go. And that is what I do. But regardless of what secondhand store you go to, you can even apply this to some consignment stores. Although those clothes are still new, it's still reducing slightly the fast fashion problem and you are still going to get a better deal than just going straight to your department stores or just shopping online. So here's what you need to know before you have make any trip to a secondhand store. You have to know what you're planning on buying. And that's even more important when you go to a secondhand store, because if you don't know what you want, when you go in there, you are absolutely going to end up coming home in some random outfit that you're never, ever, ever going to wear because you thought it was cute. And you realize this does not have a place in my wardrobe and it's ridiculous, and you will never wear it. I have a couple of those pieces that I was like, I cannot pass this up. I have to get it, which that that may happen. 
but you still need to have a list because there's so much to comb through and you want to make sure that you get what you want. The only way that you're going to be able to know what you need and be able to put that down on a list is if you have created a mood board. So the number one hack that I always make sure people do before they go shopping is they have a mood board. If you haven't listened to the episode right before this one, pause this, go listen to that episode. That episode speaks directly to how you can go through step by step and craft your own capsule wardrobe out of the clothing that you already have. It teaches you step by step, like literal steps on how to type in canva.com and create your own mood board. All of those steps are there in that episode. So I want you to go and listen to that one and make sure that you have digested that and understood that. And then you can really start applying these hacks. Cause the number one thing that I want you to do is I want you to have a mood board and I want you to have a list before you go into a secondhand store so that you know what you're getting. The next thing that you need to do when you go to a secondhand store is you need to go with a friend. I know this seems like such a no brainer. And some of you are like, no, I want to go shopping alone. When you go shopping at a secondhand store, it's a really good idea to have somebody else's eye there to help you. Um, I can go by myself at this point, but I still really, really like to bring somebody with me. Most of the time it's my mom. Cause she's just like a pro at it. Like I am. And let me tell you, if you go there by yourself, you're probably going to either come home empty handed, or you're going to come home with a Santa sack full of outfits that you really only probably should have worn back in your college years, or you really probably will only end up wearing when you become a grandma. Like you need somebody there to help you figure out which items really do suit you and suit your mood board and fit what's on your list. So you have a list, you have a mood board, you have a friend. You also, in order to make this successful, need to have a babysitter. Taking your kids with you to a secondhand store and combing through every single one of these things is either going to traumatize them like it did me and then turn them into professional secondhand shoppers or it's just going to traumatize them. It's not fun for them, you guys. My girls go with me because, I mean, I did it my whole life. And <laughs> I just, I mean, it's just part of what we've always done. But they don't they don't like it. And sometimes they go because I do want them to learn. And I think it's an amazing skill. But whenever I do go, I have to make sure that I have a huge bag packed for them with toys, with snacks, with all of the things, right? I have to have all of my ammo lined up to be able to keep them happy. And I can really only get through like one or two aisles in the store and they're just done. Um, it's overwhelming. It, it takes a bit of time to go to these stores and it's a lot of just standing in one place. And if you have older kids, then they just want to like run rampant through the store. And I'm not a huge fan of that. So I definitely suggest getting a babysitter. Now, Next thing you need to do is bring snacks and water. It's going to take you about four solid hours to get through the pants, blouses, tops, dresses, skirts, and the occasional walk through the aisle where the kids' books are because they have killer kid books there and where they have cute coffee mugs and dishes. I get all of my dishes and my coffee mugs from there because they have killer sets. Like some of the most amazing dishes I've ever seen come from Goodwill. Like I absolutely love it. The next thing that you're going to need, the, a really big hack, is um, patience. You're going to have to be patient. Patience. You're going to have to be patient. Absolutely. 
I have some friends that are like, I can't do this. I don't have the patience for it. Well, you're right. So now instead of spending a hundred dollars this weekend, you're going to spend $500 or you're just not going to get any new clothes. And I have a friend that I have finally converted and she absolutely loves it. Marion, if you're listening, thumbs up to you. She's killing it now whenever she goes into Goodwill, but it has taken her a few years of, she actually came with me a few times and she's finally gotten the hang of it, but you do, you have to be patient. There's going to be a lot of people there, especially if you go on like the major sale days, like I do, there's going to be clothes with holes and stains and odd smells. And that's okay. If you think about how much you're helping out your planet by slowing the progression of fast fashion, to me, that's worth it. And thinking about how much money you're going to save, that's super worth it to me too. Like that's where I get my patience from. And there's like this thrill, you guys, there's this thrill of like, I literally can't leave. Like it will like call my name. If I haven't gone through another aisle, I'm like, but what if there's something in there? Like I have to go and I have to look. There are huge hidden treasures inside these uh, donation stores if you are willing to stand and look through them. And it's really cool because my mother-in-law, she doesn't live in the same state as me. And when she comes to town, she is a secondhand junkie like me. And we just go and we're like, oh my gosh. And we get so many clothes for the girls because she, you know, likes to get girl clothes and give them to her grandbabies. And we just have so much fun. Um, But you have to be patient. You have to be willing. You have to be willing to do that. Another reason that you need to be patient is for this next hack. And it is that you have to absolutely try everything on. You have to touch everything in your size and one size below and one size above. You have to try everything on. And I mean everything. You guys, you can't just assume, oh yeah, it's a medium. It's going to fit me. You cannot do that when you're shopping secondhand. It's not your cookie cutter old Navy like hall where everything you get is cut from the same cloth and the same pattern. It's going to fit you the same. And I know a lot of you guys don't have patience for that, but that's why one of my tips is to be patient because you have to, like, if I know that I wear a size medium in a specific outfit, like in my dresses, if I want to go to a medium, I check the size smalls and I check the size larges because sometimes there are things that would fit me in the size below, but they were put in the wrong section. Or maybe there's some things that would fit me, never fit me in a size large, but this one article of clothing is just cut oddly or it's shrunk because somebody's already worn it and I really love it. And so I try it on. And sometimes I score really big by doing that. So you can't always trust what the tags say. You have to try it on. All right. Another hack is to dress the part Guys, you have to you have to dress for this shopping adventure. You need to have your hair up. You need to wear slip-on shoes. And you need to have either jean shorts or jean pants on. You could have like cotton pants or yoga pants on, whatever. It's just important to have a two pieces on. And I like jeans because I wear jeans on a regular basis. So if I'm going into the store and I just want to try on a bunch of shirts, I will have pants on with it. And I don't have to look for a pair of pants to try on with them. So just remember, remember that you're going to be getting in and out of clothes often. And so wear something that's loose fitting, something that's easy to put off and on. I don't like wearing my hair down whenever I'm changing clothes a ton of times because it just gets staticky and everywhere. So hair up, slip on shoes and uh, a two piece outfit. The other tip is to look for reduced sale days. Now, 
I know it seems bad enough that I'm already telling you to go to a secondhand store to save money, but legit, you guys, I do not, I do not buy from secondhand stores unless it is one of their sale days. The only time I go to Goodwill is when their store, the entire store is 50% off. Like you cannot get me to buy something full price at Goodwill. You can't, I would rather go to Walmart and buy a brand new dress than pay $10 for one at Goodwill when I could get it that Saturday for, for five bucks. And I just am patient. I wait until that day and I have a list and I have a plan and I go in there and I know exactly what I'm looking for. And that's just what I do. And also it's stinking awesome when I've spent $60 and I know that any other day I would have spent 120 like that's, that's a hard pill to swallow. And there are times whenever I go in there and I get new school clothes for Frankie and I get a new season of clothes for Bailey cause she's growing so much and I get clothes for me and I walk out of there and I spend $200 and I got everybody, everything that they could ever need. And I'm like, A, that would have cost me like 600 bucks at any other store. And B, if I would have come here on any other day, that would have cost me $400. They also have dollar days. They have like specific days where everything that has an orange tag is 50% off. So just know your secondhand stores, um, sale days. All right. So now here we are in this part of the episode that I get to in every part of my episode, and I'm going to give you legitimate steps and my exact system for how to make this successful for you. So this is exactly what I do. Every single time I go into a secondhand store, grab a cart. (laughs) You're going to need a cart, like a big cart, an empty cart. You're going to need a cart. I almost always wear a backpack so that I can keep my belongings on me and they don't get in the way of what I'm trying to put in my cart because homegirl's cart is overflowing most of the time. So you get a cart. Then you're going to start with the first item on your list that you are most excited about. So if you are really, really adamant that you need a pair of holy jeans, you're going to go straight to that section. Then you're going to touch every single pair of jeans in your size, the size below, and the size above. Every single pair. You start at one end and you push Put your hands in between the clothes and you push your hands, your left hand to the left and your right hand to the right. And you create an open void space in front of you. And then you take all of the clothing on the right and one after another, after another, after another, you push all the way across that void, empty space. And you are looking at every single pair of jeans and you're just skimming through them. Every piece, every piece of clothing, every pair of jeans, and you find a pair of holy jeans Heck yes, they're going in the cart. For me, most of the time, I'll find two or three pairs of that thing that I'm looking for. And most of the time, I'll walk away with at least one thing. I never, ever, ever walk out of a store whenever I go to a secondhand store and and don't find what I'm looking for. My problem is actually the opposite. I have to put stuff back. Like I have to put stuff back. (laughs) Yeah, that's my problem. Okay, so you're going through all of these. You've put them in your cart. 
The next thing that you're going to do is go to the next item on your list and you're going to do that same thing for the white blouse that you're looking for. And then you're going to do the same thing for the denim jacket that you're looking for. And you're going to do the same thing for the gray dress that you're really looking for. You're going to go through every item on your list and then you're going to come out with a nonsense amount of items in your cart because you will find so many things that you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. You're going to take all of those things then and you're going to go and stand in line and wait for a dressing room. The reason I say stand in line is because if you are following my hacks, you are going on a major sale day and that means that there's going to be a lot of other people there at the same time as well. Then, like I said, you're going to try every item on. This is when you do that. You have a huge cart and this is why you have a friend with you because your friend is going to stand outside the dressing room and they're going to hand you the 10 things that you're allowed to have and then they're going to take out the 10 items that you finished trying on. You're going to peep open the door. They're going to look at it. You're going to say, oh, I don't know if I love it, yada, yada, yada. Now, the next step is do not keep any pieces that you don't feel 100% absolutely in love with. If there is any shadow of a doubt that you might not love it, do not get it. The next thing that I do is I look through everything that I've thought that I am going to want and I only keep the items that I know 100% made me feel amazing. I go through it that second time. I'm looking through and I'm making sure, yes, this made me feel amazing. Yes, this is awesome. Then you're going to go to the checkout line. And as you're going through and standing in line, if there's no line, then you need to make sure that you do this before you get to the line. But we are always standing in a really long line. And that's when I thumb through for holes, snags, stains, any non-working zippers or missing buttons. You should be looking for that kind of as you're trying them on and you'll notice things, but make sure that you give one last good look. Put your hand over the buttons. Make sure they're all there. Zip the zippers up and down. Make sure they're all there. Look at the hems. For me, if there's a teeny tiny hole, I can repair that. I can get out my sewing machine and I can hem things. I can do little things like that. I've learned over time that I most likely won't wear it if I have to do that to it. So I pass on those items. But if it's something that I'm crazy in love with, I do have some major stain removing skills. Thanks again to my mother. And I can, you know, I've, I can sew a little bit also because of my mother. (laughs) So those are the one through 10 steps that I do every single time I step into a secondhand store. Here is my pro tip. If you are looking to just buy one or two items, go and have a great time. Just go see what comes of it, have fun. And I guarantee you're going to come out with some things that you had no idea that you would ever find there. The pros that go into secondhand stores, they're always looking for those really high dollar name brand items. And there are some times that I find things that aren't in my size that I'm like, holy cow, these are legit $120 jeans from Nordstrom that they're selling for eight bucks. Sometimes I grab them. Sometimes I resell them and I make a little money on them. Sometimes I do that. But most of the time I'm just keeping my eye out 
for the name brand items that fit my wardrobe. And when I'm going through, even if it's not on my list specifically, I'm keeping my eye open for the brands that I absolutely love. Every single one of my tailored dresses I get from Goodwill. All of my business outfits that I wear for my formal professional business attire, I've gotten all of them from Goodwill. I think I have one or two pairs of pants from H&M and that's it. So when you're going through, have a mindful eye. If you, if you care about those things, that's one of the things that I try and do to just elevate my look now and then is make sure that I'm looking for quality brands. I look for clothes that are well-made. I also know that if I see something in there from H&M or from Target or from Old Navy, I'm comfortable and I'm familiar with the way that those brands fit me and I'm comfortable wearing those clothes. And so I keep my eye out for those, even though they're not super high dollar brands, there's still clothing that I know I'm going to love whenever I'm wearing it. All of the items that you get are not going to be as outdated as you think. There's this complete misnomer that if you're going to Goodwill, that means that you're going to be wearing extremely outdated clothes. Are there some things in there that are super outdated? Yeah. You guys have seen my pants. I literally call them my grandma pants. The tag on them is so dang old and like from the waist to the crotch of the pants is so long. They legit are old lady pants. I don't care. I'm obsessed with them. I love them. That's me. I express myself through what I wear and and I really like that. But not everything is just old lady clothes and goodwill. There's so many outfits that I find with brand new tags on them. They've never been worn. Or I find clothes that have the dry cleaning tags still on them because somebody just doesn't want to wear it anymore. I mix and match all of those items with other pieces that I found at H&M and Forever 21 and Target and Old Navy and sometimes Walmart. Like I mix and match all of that stuff. And the reason why it pans out is because of my mood board. It's because I've taken the time to sit down and curate a very specific look for me. And again, if you haven't listened to the episode before this, go and listen to that episode because it teaches you exactly how to handcraft a wardrobe that is fit for the season of life that you're in, that is fit for your body. And then this is the episode that teaches you to go out and shop for it and make sure that you get exactly what you want. If you end up tackling this and you find yourself in a secondhand store, take a picture of yourself, throw it up in your stories, or just send it to me in a DM. Make sure you tag me in it. I would love to see you guys. And as soon as we come out from underneath this quarantine, I am hitting the ground running. I'm going to Goodwill. I have no opportunity to take pictures of you guys. I was planning on going or to take pictures for you guys. I was planning on going to take pictures of me and stories and making a whole video for you. But plans change. So you get the goods in written form. Click on my show notes at the bottom of this episode and I have every single hack, every single step all written out for you there. No need to take notes. I've already done it for you. And so you know, throwing this out there, my motherhood productivity sessions are on sale 100% you are going to absolutely love the value and the content that you get from me from sitting down for one hour 
thank the Lord for this quarantine, for the social distancing, because my schedule completely opened up. I have availability for you. And if you are in the middle of this crisis with your kids and your stay-at-home work and you are drowning and you are struggling, come and send me a message. Click on the link in the show notes. It will take you right there. My calendar is available and ready for you to book. The sale is literally taking you from a $77 hour with me down to a $50 an hour sale with me. And it's going away on March 31st. So after March 31st, the prices go back to normal. I want to make myself available for all of you right now in this very moment to make sure that you can get all of your work done to make sure that your kids aren't just sitting on technology all day long if that's not what you want them to do so that you can still do your housework so that you can still feel sane so that you can have the mindset that you need to feel good about the season that you're in. All right. As always, it has been so amazing chatting with you guys and please come over to Instagram, hang out with me and have the most blessed day. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.